0: Thanks for sticking with us through six. Welcome back to another episode of Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Good to be here with you again. Good to be here with you. And we hope whenever you're listening to this that you're doing well. We are talking all things geek culture and today we're going to do a little reflection. Hmm. We're going to be talking about our favorites across all the genres of fandom and uh, we got a lot of in storage (laughs) We've also got a lot in store for you, but first, I want to welcome you and say thank you, and we will also realize that this show runs on the generous donations of our fake sponsors, and we realize that without them, this would still be entirely possible, so let's take care of our fake sponsors first and tell you all about their wonderful products. We have a very uh, food-heavy sponsor list. Yeah, we do.
1: We do. That's okay.
0: Yeah. So why don't you tell us who's on the docket first?
1: Our first fake sponsor is DiGiorno Delivery. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno Delivery. They now have online ordering. All you have to go to is itstilltastelikeshit.com.
0: So I guess what they do is they go to the store for you, pick out one of three choices that DiGiorno <laughs> pick has to out offer. One of those frozen pizzas. Yes. Yeah, probably going to be a Supreme with a little bit of mushroom. Yeah. You're and like, oh, can I get a pepperoni
1: pizza, but could you add olives to that and they'll be like no <laughs> we don't make that yeah but
0: we'll still deliver you can it. get
1: a pepperoni pizza and a combo pizza and you can pull the olives off and put them on your pepperoni pizza That's smart
0: yeah so it's good business and they deliver you the di giorno yeah yeah because that was always so cheesy hey this pizza is great who delivered it well you're not gonna believe this sally uh, thanks for coming to my party by the way uh it's not delivery it's DiGiorno. Oh, really? And Sally would be like, cool, well, uh, you're not getting laid tonight because you skimped on money for, <laughs> for quality yeah. food. First
1: of all, you skimped out and didn't even get delivery? Yeah. You just pulled out a frozen one from your freezer?
0: No, a guy delivered it to my freezer. <laughs> I'm so glad that we have both options. What a great world. Yeah. And thank you to DiGiorno Delivery, shit.com And go order yours today. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, our second sponsor hailing all the way from Japan, but obviously they know a good podcast when they fake sponsor one, the masochistic rice company, uh, who remind you that no pain, no grain. So you got to get a little pain to get a little grain.
1: Yeah, I heard they're not a very good company to work for.
0: Yeah, um,
1: it hurts so good. Some workforce conditions that need to be improved is, is what I heard on
0: 2020. I saw it on 20 with 2020 Vision. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, until next week, thank you to our fake sponsors. Thank you, fake sponsors. Without them, this would still be possible. Absolutely would, because we're not getting a dime from them anyway. (laughs) That'd be so weird if some of these places actually existed, or these companies had an actual presence, and we were just making up stuff, and it turned out to be someone else's (laughs) reality. (laughs) And they're
1: like, they hear this podcast, and they're they're like, hey, we didn't
0: sponsor that. They're like, wait. That's a breach. They're making fun of me. They're slandering us. I knew my business idea sucked. Like the Bub Rubs Rum rub Roast... R- bum rubs rub nope you've, we've already bought it Bub bum rubs, rubs
1: bum rubbing rub rump roast rub
0: mm-hmm. uh, if you ever want to go back and thank uh, any of our sponsors yourselves uh do it you'll be do it <laughs> actually i would be really cool i would be really cool i would be really <laughs> interested it'd be so cool if we actually typed in for some of our fake sponsors and see what just comes back on a google search i'm yeah i'm s- we should do that I'm anxious for what a masochistic rice company might come back. So I'm like weird fetish Ugh. porn.
1: Uh, You'll probably hear about rice companies with really bad working conditions.
0: <laughs> I imagine. So it's random. I got to talk to you about something that was kind of out of the blue. So I was at the Rose Parade, which is our annual parade here in Santa Rosa, California, celebrating all the goodness of Sonoma County. And So good. So, okay. And I saw something really cool. So there's lots of marching bands. You know, you have like a thousand entries into the parade. By the way, if you ever want to make a parade go faster just run in reverse. That was a Mitch Hedberg joke. And I did it today. And it's totally true. <laughs> you just like, Oh, okay. Now I know who's coming. Anyways, there was one particular high school's marching band and they were big. It was probably like at least a 60, 70 kid outfit. And you know, they all looked like geeks per marching bands. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's school. cool. So hopefully they'll grow up to be as cool as us later. Right. Um, I was in a marching band in high school.
1: <laughs> were you? Yeah. Tenor saxophone. Okay. All right. Well, Anyways, moving that's
0: on. Not going on my match.com profile. <laughs> but they noticed they all have uh, Rebel Alliance stickers on them, uh, patches like sewn on. Cool. I'm like, okay, this could be cool. And there's, and then the drum major starts marching, and then I, I looked, and instead of the typical baton with the little, you know, feathers on it, was or it whatever, a lightsaber? No. Oh. It. W- she was dressed as Rey, very convincingly. Oh. Even had her hair, like naturally, and she was uh, dressed as Rey, and her, she had Rey's staff. As her baton. Cool. And she was leading them while they were doing the Star Wars theme music. And it was beautifully rendered. Dun, dun. And I was just like getting emotional. I'm like, God, I can't wait till these kids turn 18. Yeah. <laughs> and no, no. But it was very cool. And it just really made me think they're going to be remembered. Not for something original, but for doing it originally. Everyone yeah. else is playing, you know, just something, uh, Stars and Stripes or right. something. Which is fine. They're at their own talent levels. But these guys rocked it out too. And then the, bringing up the rear, they just had a Chewbacca. Like nice. totally out of context, God. but just like waving the school banner around.
1: I used to be, okay, I'm going to make myself sound like a total nerd.
0: but no, that's okay. Here. I, I was a
1: band geek. I, I had played tenor saxophone back in high school, and I would do that. I would march in parades and do all that. Um, we never played anything cool like that. We would always, I, I, for some reason, I remember playing like Jesus Christ Superstar like a hundred different times. The Hell for. I don't know. It was just what they kept choosing. Yeah. It's a very high school band thing to play, I guess. Sure. But uh, no, we never played anything cool like the Star Wars theme and go all out dressing up like that. I would have loved that.
0: It was very cool today. It just kind of tickled my geeky funny bones. Something not so cool I saw a few days ago. I was working in San Francisco. I saw a lost cat sign. See a lot of those. Imagine (laughs) that in the city. I mean, something's got to fuel the Chinese restaurant. Uh, (laughs) But... And speaking of that, this is completely true. It sounds made up. So it had information on the cat. Like it was actually a really pretty looking cat. And it had all the info on the right hand side printed onto the paper um, name. uh, Approximately like eight pounds. Right. And then it had one more bit of information will come uh, with if you are offering treats. I'm like, oh, that's good to know. Cat likes treats. So if you see it, come here. Dead serious on this. Afraid of Chinese people. (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> i could not tell if that was a joke but why would you <laughs> joke about your lost cat or if someone just came up and wrote that on afterwards but it matched the font with everything else and wow. i just said in san francisco this poor cat's never going to get found then you know or maybe he was found oh no and then he escaped and that's
1: why he's afraid of chinese people good point maybe if a chinese person found him was like mm. <laughs> this, is We're not. this is racist yeah stop we this should, we let's get probably, to something else we should probably not put this in the podcast yeah Okay, so for this episode of Random Fandom, we want to do something a little bit differently. We usually have an entire section of video games, one for movies and one for TV shows, where we usually talk about what's happening and the geek news in those particular sections.
0: Like, for instance, you would say, hey, the new Dune game's out. Have you played it? Right. By the way, yes, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. But we're not going to do a lot of that today.
1: No, we're going to do something a little differently. We're actually going to go over each topic, movies, video games, and TV shows, and talk about our bronze, silver, and gold favorites.
0: So we'll get into each topic, but I'll wrap together. A little retrospective Yes, about our favorites. Yeah, and then, then next week we'll catch up on news and do all that. It's been kind of a slow week anyways. Yeah. Brandon, you have favorites. I have favorites. I think some of them are pretty similar, but is it enough to cut the mustard when it comes to only naming three? We're going to give... Cut the mustard? Yeah, that means That's like... That's a thing? Look it up. No. Okay, then trust me. <laughs> uh, cutting the mustard, I think, means is it good enough? Does okay. It, does it reach that seal of approval? I
1: wonder how that got started.
0: Probably Mustard Cutter Company. <laughs> <laughs> our mustard cutter sure cuts the mustard. Yeah. Maybe that's like an acronym for a fart. Acronym? No, that's not the right. uh, Metaphor for a fart from back in the day. Possibly. Oh, wait, no, that's the cheese. All right, so what's our favorite across the spectrums of games, movies, and TV shows and we're going to name two runners-up. So, like we said, gold, silver, bronze. Brandon, I'm going to let you start. You choose the category. Why don't we start with movies? Why don't we? Now, let's specify. If our movie happens to belong to a trilogy, or at least an original We have trilogy. to say which one. So sp- specific Let's pick one. Specify. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because I, that's not fair. It's easy to pick a trilogy and say, my f- favorite is all of the Star Wars, and, you know, or something like that. Okay. Let's pick one. Okay. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, my first one is actually a part of a trilogy. Do we Tri- work bron-
0: <laughs> a trilogy? A trillion. Do we work bronze to gold or gold down to bronze?
1: Oh, okay. If we're gonna do that, then then my third is a part of a trilogy as well. Still. <laughs> all right, we're covered. So my, one of my favorite movies, well, actually, I should say my favorite series is the Lord of the Rings series.
0: Hard to argue with
1: that. And um, I love all of them. Less so the Hobbit movies. The original Lord of the Rings ones were absolutely by far, in my opinion, better and are near and dear to my heart. I think they're awesome in every way. So how abouts?
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry.
1: So out of those original three movies, Hi. my favorite is probably most people's least favorite, which is The Two Towers, the second one.
0: I think that all three could have an argument. In fact, I think someone sitting very close to you holding a mic in his hand Uh, Could argue for another one. So
1: here's why I say number two. Number two. The Battle of Helm's Deep is such an amazing battle scene.
0: And I don't like using the word epic because it's so overused right now, but that's exactly what it was. It really was. The musical score, the sound effects, the visual effects.
1: And a dwarf gets tossed. (laughs) That's true. By his own choosing. That always adds points in my book.
0: Yeah. Don't tell the elf. Oh, so, Gimli, you rascal. All right. Let's let hear me- your third one. My gold medal is... Wait, eight- gold. Oh, sorry. Uh, my bronze. Actually, I was just thinking of really... Uh, You know what all a bronze is? It's a gold that hasn't been polished in a really long time. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I was thinking of uh, bronze. I said gold. My bronze medal, I mean, my if I had to pick three favorite movies, my third of which would be Aliens. I love Aliens. Um, it's very close between Alien... And aliens, but aliens just had a little more action. Just had a little more of a had compelling a story. Action. Yeah, actually, yeah. But that still, and the dread and the tone was a little lessened by the fact that now we're going after these guys, right? Uh, that that and our it, guns are like yeah. two hundred pounds each. Yeah, and but the the thing with Newt, the little girl, and I always liked Michael Bean. He was like an actor I loved because I remember watching Terminator at a really young mm-hmm. uh, age, and of course he was awesome in that. And then seeing him as, uh, oh, what's his character's name in Aliens? I'm going to forget. That's okay. Oh, Hicks. Corporal Hicks. See, I mean, I first saw that movie when I was eight, and here I am in my 30s, and I still have that movie very near and dear to my heart.
1: And that movie spawned one of the most
0: quotable quotes. Which might be one we use in the future. From all time, which
1: is, game over, man. Game over.
0: Oh, well, I mean, you say that, absolutely, and that's Bill Paxton, a young Bill Paxton. Um, he was freaking awesome, by the way. Ugh. Oh, you're dog me, pal. Um, by the way, uh, what's his name? Paul Reiser. She's coming strong in that movie as, uh, Burke. You know, the guy yeah. who's, uh, rip- coming from yeah. the company, kind of double I'm just, crossing everyone.
1: Uh, yeah. No. Um,
0: I remember growing up seeing him in that show, Mad About You. Yeah. And then he's an alien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think actually when he hosted Saturday Night Live back in the day, they kind of parodied that, like the guy from... Mad About You with Helen Hunt was in Aliens? What? Yeah. Um. But one of the most, even I think more famous quotes, but still the one you said is very valid. Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> you know, when she's oh, assaulting yeah. the, uh, yeah, yeah. oh, and the queen alien. Come on. That was so cool for its time. And those visual effects and it's, they still hold up. They do. They really do. They do. Uh, yeah. That movie. Well,
1: yeah. Which one was it?
0: Where the effects got like significantly worse. Was that the third one? It was probably the third one. Okay. And then, unfortunately, what happened to that franchise afterwards, everybody knows, after Aliens. But still, that is my bronze. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, Brandon, Yes. other Brandon, what's your silver medal? It includes dinosaurs. In a park? Yes. Okay. Jurassic uh, Park 3. <laughs> How did you know? It's, because we're awesome together.
1: Uh, the original Jurassic Park... Hard to argue that is just it was so impactful when you were mentioning just now special effects holding up to today's standards big time it changed the way special effects were done um, and they used uh, the practical effects in that you know in that movie which were um, done so well and so that one is always I mean there's so many iconic scenes really from Truly. that movie and
0: you get the gold Bloomster <laughs> nice yeah. He gets the silver medal. Yeah, that was great. I think one of my favorite, and that movie has a lot of quotes uh, as well. A lot of repeatable ones. Cle- of course, that's a good one. Uh, but I love Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, hold on, on, to, on to your butts. butts. Yeah, he yep. was awesome in that movie. And of course, they had uh, Newman. Yep. Uh, Wayne, whatever his name uh, uh, name uh, is. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's a great movie. Definitely. I think we just mentioned a whole bunch of quotes that we are probably going to spoil for <laughs> that, future reference.
1: Well, that we might. Have we'll use down future, the line. Yeah. No,
0: this it's good brainstorming as well. Uh, my silver medal movie, my second favorite movie. Gosh, it, and this one is so close. It's like a razor's edge between this and my gold medal movie. But I'm actually going to go back to uh, Middle Earth Ooh. and say Return of the King. It oh, just, Return
1: of the Jedi. Yes. No.
0: Hey, I love Return, <laughs> Return of the Jedi of the too. Jedi, King. but it's not a top three movie for me. Um, but yeah, Return of the King. Like I said, I would rather just pick the whole trilogy as one movie, but right, if we're easy, segmenting but... it and those that's the game we're playing, I have to go with Return of the King just because of just the finality of it. And another great epic battle at the end.
1: That's what I love about The Lord of the Rings is every single movie has multiple epic battles where in their own right, they would be remembered as an epic battle in cinema. Yeah. he I mean, like he literally has at least one that you can point to in every single movie that just blows you away and is known to be an epic scene that just ties that movie together so well.
0: And the only thing that made it a little different, the uh, the f- uh, final battle in Return of the King, I'm forgetting the name where they had the battle, uh, versus uh, the Battle of Helm's Deep that you referenced. The final battle in Return of the King with the elephants.
1: Yeah. Those yep. were
0: just game changers. And the big trolls, uh, it, it just was awesome. And the way it all came together, and just the sweet goodbye, like... Right. It it was almost like saying like you'll probably never see a movie a, th- a set of movies this good in a long time.
1: You know, the one thing that gets me about that movie though, and that one by the way, I believe is the only Academy Award winning
0: one. Yes, all 3 were nominated for best picture. And that one won. And how cool is it that a, you know, a, a sci- not a sci-fi, but a, uh, you know, fantasy? Fantasy, thank you. Actually won yeah. the freaking Academy Award. It and was it was well deserved.
1: Um, but the the one thing that gets me about the last one and this might be one of the reasons that I did not did not did choose it, is because I don't need six different endings in my movies. Give me one or two. Fair enough. <laughs> and I feel like the ending really kind of dragged on. It,
0: it was a little kinda known for that. long-winded. But they just wanted to give closure. Like, here's where everyone's going to ride off into the sunset. And it was so good. And one of my favorite scenes is when um, Strider, uh, Aragon, goes to uh, reclaim the ghost army. And hold them accountable for their their oath, and they're about to charge him. And he holds up the sword, and he recites lines. From behind him, and that was just like that one stirred my soul. I remember the first time I saw it; I was like, "Wow!" And it was powerful, and just the music. It was. I mean,
1: I kind of when I remember seeing it going, I feel like you just pulled a trump card there. Like, (laughs) like no, we literally got unbeatable dead souls to fight for (laughs) us. It's
0: (laughs) it worked. It won. Yeah. it is. It is a trump card. Very good. Um, so it's come to this. Come to our gold. Let's talk about your gold medal movie. Now, your f- I absolute favorite you movie guess, of all time.
1: I. I. We might have discussed this, but what do you think my gold is?
0: Half baked. No. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So my gold choice is The Matrix.
0: Oh, that makes so much sense, knowing you too. Yeah. Yeah. Totally um, forgot about
1: that. I yeah. I remember seeing that in the theaters with my dad. Yeah, and him and I both walking out with different perspectives of how the of why the movie was good, but we both really liked the movie, and I just remember having my mouth open because I was just shocked at these visuals that I was seeing. And kind of realizing to myself, wow! I'm glad nobody's looking at me in this dark theater because I probably look like an idiot with my mouth just sitting wide open, Mm -hmm. in shock of what I'm looking at. Uh, The Wachowski brothers, at the time time, they were brothers, the the Wachowski siblings. Now, (laughs) uh, they created a breakthrough movie in special effects, in storytelling, not acting, but (laughs) in like everything else. And the way they added music to that movie to enhance everything i thought was absolutely
0: perfect oh that soundtrack was kicking
1: it was amazing
0: yeah especially when you hear it on on screen it just flows so well
1: and it just made every scene so much more intense and for lack of a better word just simply badass yeah every scene was just simply added to the badassness because of this cool rock soundtrack that they had yeah um, but I do want to say that the matrix one is my favorite movie. Two and three are nowhere near better my... off just leaving it alone. Yes. Showing him
0: fly off into the yep. air and just ending it there. Yep. I they... understand they had more story to tell, but, oh.
1: but two and three ruined the entire series.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt about anything after aliens, alien three. I mean, yeah. it wasn't horrible, but it just, it, w- it, it did didn't nothing hold to up. enhance Yeah. Exactly. And then resurrection with a revived Sigourney Weaver and, a writer and she steals from the aliens yeah yeah it, it was it was bad and when
1: it, when a movie is created that is noticeably worse than the original one you know that the, they're doing it yeah. just to make money they're not doing it because they had a really good story to tell no it was conjured
0: up it was it eh. was it was forced and for I sure. know
1: that the Matrix was originally thought to be a trilogy and you know with the success of the first one that made them go okay yes then we can totally do the second and third movie I just feel like they should have kept to the magic of the first one and looked at why the first one was so successful and, and added that same formula to number two and number three. Unfortunately, they didn't. Two wasn't
0: quite the abomination that three was. Right. Two had like that freeway scene was still really awesome. That was an amazing scene. But, I mean, I don't remember much else from that movie. Other exactly. than that weird like sweaty wet rave and every, <laughs> like there's just hard nipples everywhere and guys flicking their hair back yeah it was just weird
1: and they went to cgi in some they some scenes in the trilogy yeah. with with him and mr smith and that, that just looked bad
0: it, i completely agree i love the matrix just it just thinking about it i feel my fuzz bubbles come up to the surface you know <laughs> fuzz bubbles. yeah um my gold medal movie and it's not hard to see if you know me um I love Star Wars original. Uh, I'm going to say episode four. I know five is...
1: I thought you would have said five, if I were to guess.
0: Here's the thing. When I originally saw it, it scared me. There were some dark parts in that movie. Yeah. As an adult, no bother now. But I just... I remember just clinging to four more so. Just because of the introduction and the music. And just... What a a landmark. And here's something I thought about. George Lucas, Luke Skywalker. Never thought about that. Mm. Maybe he... Entrenched a little of himself in his character. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I just I love episode four the most, and it's easy to say because it got it started. But uh that just that's my favorite movie. That movie I think was the first movie I watched and watched and watched. And you know, uh, I I lost my job at the latter end of last year, and so I had time. I was uh on a, a severance package, so I was just chilling at home, and I watched a lot of my old movies. I like broke out my DVD case from under the bed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, it had dust on it that shows it. it's been a while since I've actually watched it my own DVDs. I pulled out my original trilogy, and Star Wars 4 still works for me on every level I remember uh, connecting with originally. So, episode 4. Uh, I, I mean, I like Star Wars in general. Well, sure. But yeah. if, I solo, if, if I had to solo one, huh? um, it, w- it would be episode 4. For. totally understandable so there you have a little bit about us let's switch gears into our favorite uh, let's go games 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 all right you start this time uh, i'll take the reins first yes please my favorite game the third is not what game. i'm going to talk about <laughs> yet third uh, my third favorite game my bronze medal winner it's got to be the original legend of zelda oh i love that game Old so school. much nice i i just i love that game
1: did you ever play ocarina of time Actually, I never finished oh, it. Okay,
0: because uh, at the time to... I did not have an N64, so I was just yeah. playing it vicariously. Like you know, at when we were like probably what grade school, junior high when it came out. Uh, so I it was remember playing it at a buddy's house. Can I sleep over again tonight? Right. You know, uh-huh. uh, but uh, I never finished Ocarina of Time. I know that's the consensus best in the Zelda uh, catalog, but I never uh, got into it as much as. And just talk about an impression, the music. Yeah, I love the music and just a great game. First game that I remember actually saving on, if you remember. Oh yeah, it had save data.
1: Yeah, yeah. Was that the that was the first game ever save data? Was no, it? No, the first game I remember oh, having okay. say,
0: like uh, personally yeah, using yeah, yeah. Uh, totally save data. Uh, yeah, and just I remember I had the original gold cartridge back in the day. You know How much that shit goes for nowadays? No more than <laughs> what it cost back then. Dozens, literally dozens of dollars. Yeah.
1: Uh, great game, and... Yeah. No, it, I'm, I'm with you. It's a great game. Not in my top three, but if I were to pick ten, yeah, it would be in there. So my third, my bronze medal, and I've mentioned this before, Okay, is Fallout 4. Yeah. Now, you would think that it would be my top with how much I talk about on this podcast, but it's only because it's what I'm currently playing, and it's what I'm currently kind of obsessed with as far as video games go. It's understandable, though. Um, that game is the largest game that I've probably ever played. And I've put more time into that game than any other game. And every single minute I spend in that game to me is time well spent. I don't feel like I'm drudging through it going, I've got to do this and I've got to do that just to get to the next part. I enjoy the little side quests that I have to do. I want more content in that. And the DLC just came out. I'm Uh, playing, I'm playing Far Harbor right now and it's awesome and it's, an, it's such an, a great expansion to the Fallout universe. So that is my bronze. Cool.
0: Love it. All right, and it's hard to disagree with that, uh, especially if you like the Bethesda engine. I absolutely and do. And it's like to you it's on that's like the on display through Yeah. Fallout 4. I do
1: want to say um, and I don't want to I don't know what your second and first is, but it was between that and Skyrim. Those were my two that I were
0: deciding between,
1: which gotcha. are both Bethesda games, both for very similar reasons. Understandable. So.
0: so my silver medal, I would like to say I love this franchise as one game, but if I had to single out um, one entry for me, it's Gears of War three. Hmm. Um, the story just wrapped up so well; it was emotional. The gameplay was was tight, and not only did it have just a very, no pun intended, epic storyline. Oh, Epic, Uh, because Epic was the game studio. No, the storyline was the game studio, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) dum-dum. Just kidding, sorry. (laughs) Uh, I'm on this weird cough medicine, and it makes me lash out at friends. (laughs) Uh, But you, I just hate you, so... That makes sense. Yeah. Um, But for me, the thing that really set it above the other two, and, well, I guess you can count judgment, but...
1: I like how we're like, yeah, yeah
0: judgment, I guess, counts as yeah, a part of the series. Little brother. <laughs> little brother, I can do it on my own. <laughs> um, the the thing that set this one apart for me from the other two, which are still great games, um, this had the ideal multiplayer for me. I spent so much time doing multiplayer, and that game came out in 2011. I recently just rebooted it for fun. Uh, I think I went the highest level of difficulty you know, to frustrate myself and get my blood pressure up. But <laughs> it still holds up. Um, and I just love the voice acting, and you know, Dom exits. That that's one of the few times where I remember being like, "Shit!" Like right. walking away from a video game after that save Spoilers. point. It happens like no, it's <laughs> all good. Four years after the fact, or five years after the fact now. Um, but I remember literally being upset after that save point. It happens like midway through the game too, and it was just like so, like predictable, but didn't expect it to happen.
1: Yeah, well, he's been there since the beginning. Yeah, of the series. And he's one of two main characters that you totally just kind of fall in love with. And there's always been the Carmine situation, <laughs> the right? Expendable. With, where, um, yeah, the the faceless expendable one that
0: dies in every game, pretty much. Um, and they but, didn't do that in number three, which I thought was like, ah, oh, uh, right on. Uh, yeah, and you notice the uh, the brothers in order from one, two, and three were uh, first letters of their name were A, B, C, is Anthony, Benjamin, and uh, Clay. Okay. Or Clayton. Anyways, kind of cool know that. But yeah, that game has a spot in my heart forever. And I'm just a huge Gears of War fan. I can't wait for Gears of War 4, by the way. It's going to necessitate an Xbox One purchase for me. Do it. That'd be awesome. Okay.
1: Uh, My silver. Please. And you might totally agree with me on this because we played this game together.
0: All right, let's hold hands. Resident Evil 4. Yes.
1: We just fist bumped, by the way. We did. (laughs) Um, Resident Evil 4. So... Sometimes there's a game that is so good that alone, by itself, it can be in your top, say, ten or five. But when your memories of playing that game are mixed with doing it with your friends, and so there's a social aspect to it that goes completely along with it, uh, then the gameplay becomes even less of the reason than your actual friends. And that is why Resident Evil 4 will always be one of my favorite games because it really was an amazing game. Breakthrough as far as the Resident Evil series goes. Yeah, Completely different type of gameplay that absolutely worked and took the entire genre in a whole different direction. The direction may not be the best direction for the series, as we found out as they went further and further into, what, 5 and 6 and others. Um, but Resident Evil 4... Was an amazing, amazing game from a third person perspective.
0: It really was, and I think what I remember so much about that—I um, forget what season of the year it was when that came out, but I want to say like a spring or summer. But whenever it was, that summer, that spring, that's the game everybody was talking about. Yep. If I mean, it was on everybody's tongue, especially because the the pacing of that game. Was not what you would expect. You know, Resident Evil was kind of like, ah, and slow. And yeah. it got a little more progressive with two and three as it picked up. But all of a sudden, you're in this village. And within, like, the first, what, hour, this guy's coming at you with a burlap sack <laughs> over his face and right. a chainsaw. And I remember, the fr- I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, uh, what do I do? And I just remember going, Raw and he freaking cut your head off yeah. violently fast with the chainsaw. I was just like, holy crap. This- so I remember with, so with our friend, who we would play this
1: yeah. together. We would go to his house, and we'd play this. I remember having some friends say you've got to play this game and they just sat there and watched while i started the game and played through that beginning sequence where you're in that small town yeah and all of the villagers start coming at you and you just keep running and you keep killing them and you keep running and you're not sure where to go and you're like looking for a way out and i remember asking my friends wait where do i go where do i go and they're just like just keep playing just keep playing and then the guy with the chainsaw comes. And you're like, dude, tell me where to go. I'm freaking out. Where do I go? Yeah. You and feel like you missed something. You, yeah, you feel like but, you missed something. But, but it's then, by design. And then you keep going and keep going. And then all of a sudden the church bell rings and all of them, they chill. all of the villagers stop and just turn around and go towards the church. And you're like, heart is racing. And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that's what they did. And I totally remember, remember that. And I don't know if it was with you. Or with other friends. But I remember then having other friends come over to his house and we'd say, you got to start this game. And we'd watch them play it and they would do the exact same thing where they would say, what do I do? What do I do? Where do I go? That's one and we the, kept
0: saying, just play it. It's one of the most memorable sequences in a game for yep. me yep. and for you. So I agree. Um, unfortunately, Resident Evil 4, if I had to choose my top four, it would be number four. Okay. But yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's a contender for any list just if i have to narrow it down to three it just misses the cut for me so you're gold my gold gold? um you know it's easy to say this i think but it's skyrim i love skyrim so we each have a bethesda choice not hard to see why especially if you like the uh the open world time dump game um but skyrim is just so awesome i just feel like i i'm there and like you mentioned about fallout 4 uh not quite to the extent what I say is the case with Skyrim, but very few times do I feel like I'm just doing a useless fetch or um, just kind of brain-dead work. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything matters. I want to see what leads to. I love the fact that you have choices, uh, yep. all the secret missions, uh, the regenerating characters. You know, one of the things that I love about that, that Fallout loses,
1: which is weird because it's a, Fallout's a later game and it's newer technology... So you almost expect the graphics and, and the visuals to be better or more beautiful. But Fallout is a world that's been decimated by by nuclear Fallout, yeah. and so everything is ugly. So you don't really gain much by walking from point A to point B when there's a mission. But in Skyrim, when even if it's just a fetch quest, when somebody says, hey, I need you to go get this magical sword or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. you're okay to... to walk or get on your horse and ride across the landscape because you know doing that is fun in itself and it's going to trigger other events too yes and on your way
0: there you're gonna so many times i've done that i'm on my way to do a quest and i'm just like oh dragon fight the best is when two dragons come at the same time and they end up duking it out with each other oh yeah yeah and i just i love dragon fights hey let's (laughs) hear what my wife has to say hi we're just talking about skyrim uh what do you like best about skyrim (laughs) <laughs> i have to say that uh i don't know much other than it's a game yes that's your favorite part of it it's a, it's a really good point yeah and um i don't want to sound like i know what i'm talking about so i'm just going to say that i appreciate the fact that you enjoy it thank you very much faith would say her favorite part uh our daughter faith she's nine now is when i punch chickens <laughs> That was. I was just saying that is one of my favorite parts, and it it triggers randomly, too, from as much as I can tell. I don't think there's a certain spot in the game where it's like, oh, this is where a blood dragon comes down, or this is where... I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. It does seem very random, and it's just that epic showdown feel, the music yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. I think that's one of the best parts of Skyrim for me, too, the music. The main theme is my ringtone.
1: I think often when I find you asleep, it's because <laughs> you've kind of fallen asleep with that
0: music playing. Yeah, is my boner still hard then, or has it gone away by then? Usually. Well, no. I mean, you generally have the controller over your dick, so I can't. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for calling in. Um,
1: that's our first caller. Yeah, Rochelle.
0: Really uh, she doesn't know that she's calling in per se, but hey, way to keep it impromptu. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's my wife giving us a call. Um, thanks. <laughs> I wish we had a call in, but it's really hard to do calls with podcasts since they're recorded and listened to at a later time. Yeah. That's okay. But Skyrim, favorite game. Uh, Just the ability to choose your own path so much. Not literally where you go directionally, but who you become. Right. And uh, the weapons are so cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, And the way you can mix, you you can choose between having magical powers or being just using brute force or a mix of both.
0: I prefer me just right now, where I'm really into because I'm doing Skyrim still, is uh, doing, I I like the stealth, the bow and arrow approach, the hiding shadows. Uh, the silent muffles yep uh, you know what's so funny is I'm getting my alchemy skills up too because I was kind of always I never ignoring use that. that I, I never didn't use either that. it's really handy once you get to a certain amount of perkage um, and it's so funny because I went to the doctors yesterday for a follow-up appointment for uh, uh, in a large penis uh, <laughs> and uh, they're trying to bring it back down to you know just something <laughs> like been, regular size yeah that would regular fit size in some, someone yeah a shoe uh, and um, my doctor's name was Howard Alchemy. Oh, wow. And I said, you're a doctor? You're an alchemist? (laughs) And he didn't get it. And I was like, okay, just check out my elbow, please. We're good. All right. So, Brandon. Yes. All this lead up. If you have a gold medal to present to one video game and you're about to place it around its box as if it was a neck, who would you give your gold medal to? (laughs) That sucked. Tell us your favorite game of all time. GoldenEye 64. Not a hard choice.
1: Ah, so... I was foreshadowing when you're talking about the social. When I was aspect. talking about the social aspect totally. of games, because the memories that I have with GoldenEye, I should actually say, I own GoldenEye now on N64. Yep. But when it came out, and when I was going through high school, I never owned GoldenEye at all. But my memories come from all of my friends going over to one of my friends' house who had an N64 and had GoldenEye, and what we would do. Every single day after school was we would play four-player Goldeneye. And it signified an entire chapter in my high school life. I agree. Um, And not only that, it's an amazing game. And it's the first game that I can ever remember actually having stealth components in the sense of, um, I remember there's a snow level and you have a sniper rifle. And I remember zooming in on one of the guys who were just walking down a path, and I thought to myself, he doesn't notice me. right? Because in all other first-person shooter games, they were there stuck in time until you got a certain distance to them, and then then they would just suddenly come after you. Good call. In Goldeneye, they had an entire path that they were walking. They had their own thing that they were doing, and you can walk right up behind them, and take them out from it behind. was
0: revolutionary for that yeah yeah
1: so that's so there's my gold
0: it's a rare choice
1: oh because
0: rare it
1: made it yeah 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 okay that was probably
0: really loud it was let's talk about tv shows last but not least
1: should i start this one since you started the last one uh, please do okay my bronze is 24 mm Such a good show. It really... From beginning to end, every single season, there's some seasons that are obviously better than the others, but every single season, I would consider a good season, and after every episode, it would have me wanting to see the next episode, because I couldn't handle not knowing what was going to happen.
0: I'm going to say I agree with all that, and 24 is a great show. Um, It somehow outlived its premise, you know, oh, like really? how many times, no, I'm saying that is a good thing. Oh, L- like it, it rose above its premise. Like how many times can there be 24 hours to save the world or is the pres- president oh, going to be in right. danger, but it still managed to make the premise like come to life more than it was on paper. Yes. Cause I was like, after the first season, you know, I was like, dude, this is awesome. Pumped up. I'm like, and then season two, I'm like, okay. So basically it's the same thing again. Yeah. yeah. But, and you know, they changed it up enough to keep it interesting, but every time they basically just recycled the premise. Yeah. Uh, as far as the the structure of it, and it still made it damn good. Um, yes. I've heard comings and goings about uh, doing a uh, updated version of Twenty Four without Kiefer Sutherland. Last I heard, okay. talks are down on it, which would be just fine because there's not another Jack Bauer. No, really I, I'd isn't.
1: say let it let it stay in the history books as one of the greatest shows, one of the greatest series that has ever been. Yeah, don't don't ruin it. Like yeah. let it stand. On its own. They did do that um, half season of 24. Oh, they did after like a, it had
0: been gone for like six years?
1: Yeah, they did kind of like a two-hour movie, and when then they did it, a half he's season. he's in Russia,
0: right, or something? Af- well, I remember the movie was...
1: The, at least the movie portion of it was in Africa. I can't remember the rest of it. One thing I will say about 24, though, real quick, is that the first series, he's going to save the president and his family, pretty much. Standard. And it, had, it was very gripping, and... Um, Then in the second season, he was out to stop nuclear bombs from dropping. And so you were like, okay, they went way bigger, right? Way more lives at stake. And then every single time after that, it almost seemed like, how do you get bigger than nuclear bombs? And so multiple seasons had to do with some sort of nuclear bomb or Or some sort of biological warfare that's going to take out an entire population or more. And so um, that was kind of, that's probably the only downside I could say to it. But overall, I think they took every single season and made it
0: unique in its own way. So that's that's my bronze. Awesome choice. Uh, For me, Um, I know some people would be like, what? That's your bronze? That's everyone else's gold? But I'm going to go ahead and say Breaking Bad. What? That's your bronze? That's everyone else's gold. It's weird. Oh, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. I stand by that choice. I love Breaking Bad. I did not originally like this show. I remember watching it when it originally aired. uh, At the time, I was living in a place where we had cable. And I just couldn't get into it. I gave it a second chance. A few years later, once the full uh, series showed up on Netflix. And I'm so glad Mm -hmm. I... uh, gave it a second chance because that was just a landmark show. Um, everything felt just so right about that show. Uh, just how dark it gets, how it never gets better. The transformation of um, Walter, Walter White, White into uh, um, oh, he- Heisenberg. Uh, Jesse was a great character. The bad guys, who was really the bad guy? You know, it, and it really felt like I never want to go to New Mexico. It just as a dirty grimy place
1: yeah and I'm just gonna say it now so we don't have to talk about this a second time but Breaking Bad is my silver cool so I'm totally on board I totally agree with you Um, but one of the things I want to say is the ending the ending is one of the rare instances where a show can go for so many seasons and wrap it up absolutely perfectly amen amen
0: yeah so I guess uh, that takes care of two uh choices with one show yep so i'll go to my silver yeah, now go to your silver yeah and love breaking bad um this one's hard for me this is a really tough choice because i love the wire okay i know you probably didn't finish that one no i, but just I couldn't get it, past the second season a show that just sucked me in um but i'm gonna have to just i want to just throw it out there as an honorable mention but my silver medal it was a choice between this and the wire um i love the simpsons Obviously, I'm not talking about the last sure. 10 plus years, although I, I still watch an episode here and there on Hulu if I'm just having like a sleepless night, and it still makes me chuckle. Yeah, it's still just, good. They're still written well. I mean, just Simpsons, as far as such a trendsetter, and I remember watching it when I was young, not understanding, watching the same episodes now again as an adult, because I have like up to the season 12 on DVD. Um, I just What a great show. Yeah. I mean, iconic. Not because of any stats that it boasts, but just as far as my personal uh, interactions with it over the years, still funny. Um, I hope they get to end it with a sequel movie. I think that would be a really cool, even mm-hmm. though it's a TV the show. The last movie was good. The Movie that was great. I mean, it was nothing like landmark, but it was still very entertaining. Um, yeah, and just Homer is such an idiot, but in a totally lovable way. He actually reminds me a lot of my dad. Like just the the oafness. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Uh, and the fact that he's unaware of his own yeah. lack of intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it doesn't come down to this generation, though. But, uh, yeah, I think I would like to hear your favorite TV show of all time. Give it to me now. Doctor Who. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I'm
1: uh, I'm a huge Whovian. We haven't really talked about it much on this podcast because I know that you've never really watched Doctor and that's Who at okay. All. I
0: still appreciate it. Um,
1: but it's... To me, Doctor Who is the embodiment of what a science fiction should be because the writers created a way to change the doctors from... So you've heard probably that there's multiple doctors, right? Um, So instead of him dying, what they did is they made it so that when he's on the brink of death, he has the capability to regenerate. And what happens is he keeps all of the same memories but his personality and his looks completely change. And he can go backward or forward in age. It, that doesn't really matter, you know. And so so what, going from the very, very first doctor to the second doctor, he got much younger and he got much goofier and much more fun than the first doctor who was very serious and was like your, your grandfather. And they kept that going throughout the years. And now we're up to 13 doctors. And um, especially in the newer series, they're all absolutely wonderful, and every single one has a different personality to lend to that role. Nice. So
0: are the doctors from Whoville? No. No. That's uh, someone yeah. else's uh, masterpiece. Uh, yeah. That's a Dr. Seuss alien.
1: Awesome choice. Your gold. Let's hear your gold.
0: God, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm just on the uh, the bandwagon or because it's a trendy choice. But the Walking Dead? No. Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. What am yeah, The Walking Dead can F off right now. <laughs> and historically, Game of Thrones, right? I, yeah, I like okay. Walking Dead. I do. It's a top 10 show for me, but just the the way it's paced, and it, it does enough to sour it for me a lot. Yeah. It's at oh, the I back end of the top 10 bus. I hear you. Um, and despite recent season finales, uh, more things of that. But yeah, I, I love Game of Thrones. It just feels like it's so well-crafted. And the characters, you just get so engaged with. And even though there's a lot of them. All 300 characters, you get so engaged. Dude, it's not 300. It's like
1: 265. I exaggerate sometimes. Yeah.
0: And it just feels so fantasy without being cheesy. Because so oftentimes, fantasy gets cheeseballed out. Right. You know, my lord, blah, blah, blah. But the effects are awesome. Obviously, it's like one of HBO's, I think, behind Rome. It's HBO's most expensive show ever. Rome had that uh, distinction for similar reasons. Yeah. And there's so many good HBO shows too. Uh, props to the Sopranos as well. That's on my top 10 bus. But if we're going top three and here's the thing though, this show is now, and I never read the books, so I'm basing this purely off of what I see on the, the screen, but this season really seems to be benefiting from being out on its own limbs. I mean, every, yeah. every minute, every scene is really progressive and, uh, I think they're not worried about having to impress the readers of the books anymore, which it seems like they, to me, were trying to do sometimes, um, based on the knowledge I have of the books. Not personally mm-hmm. having read them though, I just this show is, is hitting its stride, and just I never remember plowing through a show faster. I watched Breaking Bad quick, I watched Dexter quick, um, but
1: but this one, the moment it's out, you're. Oh, my wife there like it. literally
0: had to call me out. She said, "I haven't seen you for the last two weeks because every day you come home, you're just like, bam, right there, uh, you know, in the corner with your tablet streaming Game of Thrones." Uh, it's the first show I've ever actually. I went up to somebody, not that they offered it, but I just said, "Hey, I overheard you have a HBO Go," <laughs> and I literally begged. I, I panhandled a streaming service from a, a coworker at the time, and she let me keep it. And I, I remember the day I left that job, and I said, "So." I'll erase it from my phone and never use it again. And she's like, no, we're still friends. A fellow Throner, you know. Nice. And so I I'm still borrowing watch. somebody else's it's awesome, as well. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, you and I have connected over it a little bit too. And just to me, characters set in a fantasy world done right. And I just, I'm compelled to right. watch every week. And that to me is just the, the mark of a good show. And it just happens to be my favorite of the good shows.
1: I 100% agree. I, I think one thing that you didn't mention that should be considered is there's not a bad
0: actor on that show. There really isn't. Even the ch- child actors. It, yeah,
1: the children themselves, who it's very hard to find young people that can act well. But man, every single actor or actress in this show does an amazing award winning job.
0: Yeah, and the writing is so good too. I'd love to just sit on like a, a staff writer's. Um, meeting and just be like, wow, you guys are like really good at your job. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just touch you for a second? Yeah, maybe get a little inspiration. So that's a little bit about us and our favorite platforms of fandom. And let's just throw this out. Favorite comic book character. Let's just go one. Gold medal. Spider-Man. I know it's
1: it's, it's kind of the classic, but... For good reason, though. At the same time, my entire childhood was... Every Saturday morning, I'm watching him on television. Um, So if I were to say very, very top, it would be Spider-Man. There's a lot of runners-up, Gambit, Black Panther, which we've kind of talked about. But Mm -hmm. I think Spider-Man is my top.
0: You know, I'm going to go. He's not the most popular X-Men, but he was always my favorite X-Men because of just how he stood for virtues, uh, Cyclops. Okay. I always love Cyclops. Cyclops
1: that, is one of those characters that some people really like him, or they don't like him at all. They hate
0: him because he's kind of like the wiener, you know, not the yeah. wiener like he's afraid, but he's just like, "Hey, let's let's follow protocol, guys." And right, he's like that annoying team captain. You're like, "Yeah, we get it. You're the captain, but you're annoying." Yeah, yeah. But I get that. But at the same time, and no offense to James Marsden, but he did nothing for uh, Cyclops. No. cinematically. Well, the movies.
1: I mean, you can kind of blame the movies. The movies didn't. The movies focused so much. On Wolverine true that it almost it didn't allow for other main characters to take that
0: protagonist role yeah and also I think a lot of people didn't like Cyclops because he was kind of an antagonist to Wolverine so right. you're That's if you point. like Wolverine you're not gonna like who he doesn't like although there's respect between them because you know he likes Jean Grey Um, but yeah, that's, that's, he's always been my favorite, Mm -hmm. but Spider-Man for sure. He's right there. And then of course you could, I mean, I could give you a top hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: I mean, no, I'm, uh, you know, Cyclops, I'm uh, right now I'm, um, going through the dark Phoenix saga again. I noticed that. that. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it makes me remember why I love some of those, some of those original X-Men characters like Cyclops, his character in that is great. Yeah, absolutely great. Good stuff. Man, fun, remi- fun fun, reminiscing. Yeah, very fun reminiscing. Mm-hmm. So now all of you listeners know a little bit more about the two Brandons that host this podcast. Um, now I don't have to start a Match.com profile. If you happen to like any of the movies, TV shows, or video games I like, give me a holla. Dude,
0: we're a good match. Oh, yeah, that's okay. awkward. Favorite sexual position. Say it on three. One. Two, three, Cowgirl. Cool. <laughs> I think that's the exact one. Now, with you on top? Yes. Oh, cool. Obviously. Yeah, totally. I'm the cowgirl. Yeehaw.
1: So, mm. why don't we move right into one of my favorite segments, which is Shadow of the Synopsis. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to read Brandon here. Other Brandon. You're the other Brandon? To you. That's true. Yeah. To me. I'm going to read... Other Brandon, a synopsis. Now, this synopsis can be movie, TV show, video game, comic. It could be a synopsis for anything. And he's got to not only guess which category it's under, but of course guess the name of what it. What it is. So,
0: are you ready? quite ready.
1: Okay. Phenomena that exist on the edge of science unleash their strange powers in this movie, TV show, or video game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> combining the grit of the police procedural with the excitement of the unknown the story revolves around three unlikely allies a young beautiful FBI agent a brilliant scientist who spent the last 17 years in a mental institution and the scientist's sardonic and roguish son who investigate a series of bizarre deaths and disasters known as quote the pattern
0: and go i don't think i know this because if this was something i seen before i feel like i that's a pretty specific plot it is but and i wasn't sure if you've seen this either but
1: it was something that you might still know the synopsis of it even if you haven't seen it because it's such a detailed synopsis i thought that might help
0: uh answer me this is this within the last 10 years yes um, I know this isn't right, but it's it's all I can come up with. I'm gonna just say heroes. Nope, fudge, not heroes. Fudge sticks. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, if you were to give me a hint, like okay, so I accept that I failed. Uh, well, you know, I've given you a hint before. Let me I see think what we're allowed I allowed one hint. Let me see what I can do with the retry.
1: Um, one of the main actors was originally from Dawson's Creek.
0: Oh, Fringe. Right. Okay. Damn it. I've never watched Fringe, but it, I, that sounded about right. Yeah. Totally. Well, does that count as you getting it? No. No. Okay. No, honestly, because I thought uh, Jeremy Jackson, obviously, right?
1: Uh, yeah. I don't know. He I, was on the Dawson's reason Creek. the reason I said the guy from Dawson's Creek is because yeah. I don't know his real name.
0: Yeah, Jeremy Jackson. Uh, no, I I will not take credit for that. But okay. At least I uh got it off the rebound, but I still missed the first shot. So what is that? That's Five for six. If this is so podcast, six, we're totaling.
1: That's two for you. Yep. I've got three so far. Uh huh. But you feel, ended up getting. I feel it. a little
0: bit of shame.
1: You ended up getting it after the hint, though. True. And you haven't seen it,
0: which is that's hard. true. I, but I feel like I know enough about that show now. In retrospect, yes. I I totally see it, and that's why I thought you might. And everyone knows get Fox it. shows are superior. True. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, that was fun. We do that every week. It's something we always look forward to. Towards. The tail end of our recording is kind of like the signifier. One last thing we want to do, this is just for fun, for helping you relive your your geek from past, maybe even sometimes present, but they're more fun in the past because you remember them better. Uh, Let's take it back to, I want to say, 1990? Sounds about right. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. uh, This is one of the early scenes when they are ordering pizza, which, by the way, Good advertising for Domino's in this movie. The guy's cle- right. he's not just like a New York City pizza guy, he's clearly got the Domino's outfit. So, yep, product placement.
1: Well, yeah. So, it, it, when he's slipping the pizza down into the sewers to the turtles, it shows the Domino's logo right on it for sure. Um, so here is your awesome quote in geek history from the original true to life,
0: yeah, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. That. Take it away, Michelangelo. Hey, this is a 10. The tab's 13. You're two minutes late, dude. Ah, oh, come on. I couldn't find a place. Wise man say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. I gotta get a new route. Well said. Yes. Michelangelo was Wies a philosopher. Wise men do say that. They do. By I the way, you want to order a pizza? Should we get delivery? And DiGiorno. Should we get DiGiorno? DiGiorno delivery? Why don't we get DiGiorno delivery? Because it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno delivery. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This uh, podcast has come for full circle. And with that, I think it's only fair that we thank you for listening and hanging with us. Again, if you want to get in touch, anything you want us to get into, hit us up at our email, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. And also find us on the Twitter, Brandon.
1: At randomfandomwbb, which stands for with Brandon and Brandon. Randomfandomwbb.
0: There it is at get at us yeah get at us at random fandom wbb so until we talk to you again uh we've got game of thrones to catch up with and talk about uh jessica jones season one i'll have fully watched that so we'll be getting into that
1: x-men will be out by our next podcast by then yeah hopefully we'll get a chance to get on top of that
0: that. and see if uh it's
1: because reviews right now are mm it's what, very fifty lukewarm. something it's 50 it yeah. might
0: drop down to 40 by the time so we'll give you our perspective on that yeah talk about the new doom game we've both got a chance to play that a little bit more
1: all right guys well thank you for listening to our random fandom podcast
0: uh, but really thank us for talking to yeah give you we're some the to ones who put it. the work into it let's be honest yeah you do it actually don't we, <laughs> we want to know that they're better out there all right guys we will see you next time go ahead and push play
1: 7pm, hooking up the recording Gotta sound fresh, gotta go upstairs Gotta talk geek, cause your shit's on fleek Seeing movies and TV shows Talking about games, everybody's playing Park my car and block the bus stop Fuck those people, I see my friends Going to the movies Gotta Gotta get a good seat That dude spilled his icy all over my seat it's random fandom you're gonna hear from the brandons everybody's looking forward to the next show next show random fandom getting down with brandon everybody's looking forward to the next show podcasting podcasting yeah podcasting podcasting yeah fun 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 i can't wait until this song ends